Hello, you are listening to Omnitalk Retail Fast Five, brought to you in partnership with the AM Consumer and Retail Group, Firework, SPS Commerce, and Sezzle. Let's get back to show headline number four. And this headline is a little bit of a catch up from us being on vacation for part of uh, late July. So bear with us on this. But Amazon has launched a new local delivery network. According to Axios, Amazon plans to tap thousands of U.S. small businesses from bodegas to florists to deliver its packages by the end of the year. Dubbed Amazon Hub Delivery, this is Amazon's latest attempt to expand its last mile network. And here is how it works. Drivers from Amazon's delivery service partner network drop off the packages to participating local businesses, which are required to have a secure area for storage. And then the same florist, bodegas, whatever, are expected to deliver an average of 30 packages a day for seven days a week. Not counting, of course, major holidays. According to Axios as well, Amazon wouldn't state exactly how much it pays per package, but based on a reported extra earnings of $27,000 a year, the rate would be about $2.50 per package. And you fought hard for this story to include it because, uh, you know, we might have missed it while we were out on vacation. We brought it back in. What? Why did you want to talk about this so much? I just don't understand I don't understand this. Like, I'm all for the tests. Like, especially Amazon, go ahead, test your faces off. But I just don't understand as a former small business owner, and still, but as a as a small business owner with a, a physical store, I cannot understand the financial benefit of taking part in this program. I think you look at number one, like secure storage for 30 Amazon packages per day. Like, who has room for that? Also, right. like so the security of it. Now I have to figure out logistics for my drivers to like incorporate my deliveries plus the Amazon deliveries. What happens if there there's always some sort of like change to what the Amazon requirements are for drop off versus my you know drop off as a florist? Like whose packages take priority? My own as my florist. Obviously, I'm going to make sure that my flowers are going out first. That are you know time and temperature controlled and need to get to places in specific amounts of time. Like. I just do not understand the logic behind this. And especially when you're only estimating $27,000 a year, like that's not even enough to pay your delivery driver's salary for a year. Like it just does not make sense to me. Um, and I think that I have to compare it to like what Walmart Go Local is doing and like kind of doing the reverse of this, like Go Local just saying like, we will take your deliveries off your plate. To me, that seems like a much more worthwhile investment and opportunity for these small businesses to like carve out ways to stick to what they're good at and be a better florist or be a better bodega operator and not try to get into the delivery business. But I, I'm ah. curious, Chris, what are you what are ah. you thinking here? Are you like pro Amazon package delivery slash florist yeah, slash I deliver your toilet paper from the bodega? Interesting. So you're kind of you're kind of of the opinion like Amazon's kind of trying to dupe the bodegas and the florists. Like that's kind of what your take is here. Like I just hey, don't. We like got it. this opportunity for you. Do you want to take it? You can earn some extra money. That's that's kind of what, yeah. Yeah, I like mean, get rich quick. Like yeah, this feels I, like a get rich quick like sign that you see on the posts outside in your neighborhood. Yeah, like, that's interesting. Yeah, I never I didn't think about it that way when I was thinking about it last night. But I mean, I'm, I don't hate it as much as you do. I mean, I think for Amazon, it kind of it's just kind of an extension of like. How do we get more people to deliver packages for us at scale in a way yeah. that, you know, this tends to be pretty difficult and try to figure out a way to save money 
It's probably a tech platform that basically makes all this happen, which Amazon's really good at doing. They put it out there. They see who wants to do it. And, you know, basically no, no skin off their back if it doesn't work. But if they get a few people to sign up for it and they like doing it, you know, fine. You know, is it worth the extra $27,000 if I was running a bodega or a, a, a floral shop? I, I'm with you. I wouldn't do it because it's not my business. We talk about that a lot. What business are you in? Are you in the floral business or are you in the Amazon delivery business? Those are two really different things and hard to do both of them well. So, you know, careful. I would be careful or I agree with you. Be leery of, you know, trying to do this thinking it's a quick way to earn some extra money. Um, but, you know, from an Amazon standpoint, I'm like, yeah, sure. Why not? Go for it. Only because it's Amazon and they can afford to compensate if they can't, you know, <laughs> they don't know. Need- like if, if like anybody else, Target, Walmart, you know, Home Depot, I mean, name your retail. If they're like, hey, you want to deliver some packages for us? Local, local, Vinny the florist, you know, go for it. You know, Fergal the florist from the town. Shout out to the town. Fergal, Fergal. Oh That's such God. a great movie. Oh my God. All right. We're moving on, Chris. Uh, let's talk about something better that Amazon is doing. Uh, headline number five. Yeah, this Seattle, is super cool. Yes. The Seattle Seahawks and Lumen Field are planning to implement Amazon's Just Walk Out technology for Yes fan merchandise. According to Lumen Field blog post, Amazon's Just Walk Out tech will be deployed within its new Seahawks Pro Shop outlet. Their fans will find a variety of team gear, including hats, shirts, jerseys, and souvenirs. Customers can go in, grab a hat, t-shirt, jersey, phone finger, whatever they might need and want, and simply leave through an exit gate, even while wearing their purchases. Once a customer picks the items they want, they simply use their credit card to hover or, sorry, use their credit card or hover their palm over an mm-hmm. Amazon One device to exit. When they Love pass, hovering my palm. Anne. I know. I know. <laughs> I just I just hovered my palm last night. Um, when they pass through the exit gate, the credit card they use or, link, or that is linked to their Amazon One ID will be charged for the items that they picked. Chris, this is huge, huge. And like... Mm-hmm. Not a, not covered again as much as I think it should be. But yeah, you're what are your right. thoughts? Actually, yeah, yeah. And actually, the headline doesn't do the full story justice either. Um, yeah, I mean, we saved the best for last. No offense to our buddy Chad, but like this story is potentially massive. Yeah. Um, first, a couple of points I got to make. First, the key thing, one, one of the key things before we get into the apparel side of this is they're going to exit authorization again, not pre-entry mm-hmm. authorization again too, which I think makes the concept more accessible to the average user, right? Um, mm-hmm. Cause you're paying with your credit card on your way out uh, or you're hovering your palm as we like hovering to do. Hovering your palm. Yep. But the biggest thing is apparel. Like, mm-hmm. and I have so many questions, like how are they making this work? Number one, sure. like how do they know the difference between a medium and a small jersey. How do they know the difference between a seven and one quarter hat size and a seven and three eighths quarter hat size? Like, yes, that seems really crazy. Or are they, you know, cutting back the assortment? Are they putting some other type of tag on the assortment to help identify a small, medium, and large? Which I think you could do. Actually, there's probably ways to do that. Like you fix a sticker or something that's easily read by the cameras, but that could cause problems if those fall off and all that kind of stuff. So, you know, I mean, my big takeaway here, and for me. We gotta get we gotta get to a Seahawks game. I freaking yeah. hate the Seahawks. I loathe them. I detest them. I bleed cardinal oh, red really? every single day. Oh yeah, I hate them. Okay. Hate them. Hate them. Hate them. Okay. We gotta catch a game. It's probably hard yes. to get a ticket, but but yeah, Amazon. If you're listening, give it. Let's get out there. Let's check. Don't this even out. care about the game. Don't even no. care about the game. Just want to go to the store. Just yeah. Where the stores the open? Where the stores open all the time? I want to shop at the local fan shop. Yeah, a hundred percent. Yeah, this is apparel, Ann. 
Yes. They're doing I, this in apparel. I know. I have I have the same questions that you had here. Like I was wondering, have they figured out like how to triangulate like RFID tags in the clothes with computer vision? Right. right. And like RFID they involved good call. Yes. Like, are they figuring out that like third portion of the quadrant to understand exactly what I have to imagine it's something like that. But then, I mean, I think you posted this yesterday and I think Ted McCaffrey commented on your LinkedIn post where he was just saying like, this is just another feather in the cap of Amazon. And I totally agree of like being the technology platform that powers the modern store again, like moving away from Amazon's own stores as much as the revenue driver, but really being able to now in general merchandise. Cause it's like now that they have got apparel and you can add convenience items to the store. And now they've got a technology platform that could power, not that Walmart or Target would be interested in doing this, but I mean, if you start to think about like a Meyer grocery store or, so, or something, some other kind of stores that have more general merchandise types things, now they've opened up the capability to do that kind of store, to do an apparel store, to do a, a grocery store, like convenience store. They're hitting all the marks here. Yeah, I think that's a great point too. Like, the roadmap to do a full-scale store with computer vision is there. The tech yeah. just has to get there, right? Yes. It has to be able to cover that ground, which probably still far way out because you know the fan shop's a pretty small operation, most likely yep. relative to that. But your point is right. Like the roadmap, you're hitting every category now, almost yep. with the exception yep. of maybe a, maybe apparel, maybe like some things in like home furnishings. I don't know. Like I have no idea how well that's going to play out. But um, right. as you get into blankets and sheets and stuff like that, but um. But yeah, and and the other part is like to your point, like all the specialty retailers operate stores that are you know somewhere in the country that are probably roughly the same size as these fan shops. Yep. And so like you know if I'm if I mean American Eagle to your point talked about doing this with RFID earlier this year. We haven't heard mm-hmm. anything about that. Mm-hmm. You know if I'm Gap, I'm like hmm, I need a lifeline. Do I call Amazon and maybe see what's going on here? I mean, I'm just maybe. saying I'm there, just you're saying. already selling the stuff on Amazon. Maybe Gap, this <sighs> is. Just we Ooh. need to tell get Dick Ooh. Dixon, get Dick Dixon on maybe, this one. Gap, maybe Dick Dixon sells to Amazon. Hmm. That would be really Ooh. interesting. Yeah, oh, yeah, getting yeah, a, yeah. In our little Nostradamus pontification thing going on here late in this podcast, Dan. Oh, I like this. All right, all right, all right. Let's wrap it up. 